3D6 Down the Line. Hey everybody, welcome back to 3D6 Down the Line. We are continuing with the second delve of the Halls of Ardenvul, starting with episode 27. Halls of Ardenvul by Richard Barton, and we're using the Old School Essentialist System by Gavin Norman. I am your referee. My name is John, going around the horn. We have usually Mike, who is dead to us tonight, but continuing on, we have... I'm David Epley Onweir, the uh, third level illusionist and uh, dagger, you know, <laughs> flyer. <laughs> dagger flyer. I think that's a new Yeah, thing. you know, I don't know. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, I am uh, Matt. I play Avaricios, the left hand of Elysion. I'm Ted. I'm playing the third level goblin, Mortis J. Gobliano. And I. <laughs> I, I did I did really nothing useful last <laughs> session. I spent the whole time blind, <laughs> eating a sandwich, hanging out with a donkey. Yeah. But you know, there's worse ways to spend a huge battle for sure. You, True. Just, I wasn't you know impaled and bleeding out like uh, you lived to tell various other goblins I could name. Very true. Yeah, uh, yeah. Your blindness was key to the key to victory actually because it tr triggered uh, invisibility. Oh, so. Okay, yeah, so everybody, welcome back. Uh, this is the start of the second season, as it were. We're calling it Dells, because, goddammit, we're not a television show. Right. <laughs> we're playing D&D we're playing &D here, so... Um, yeah. We just felt that the culmination of the uh, the attack against the halfling Plumthorn gang uh, was a good climactic moment. So, what? in order so that the playlist wasn't huge and vast, we decided to divide it up. So, this is the start of a new playlist, but it just continues onward with episode 27 directly after the events of this battle. So, that said, it is the 19th of Ligarios. It is approximately about 1 o'clock in the morning. It's late. Oh. Um, oh. Now, you guys have been um, uh Adrenaline soaked throughout the entire day. Right? Uh, I don't know. Sorry, I'm, I'm cool cu cucumber here. There's right. been a lot going on. Fought a huge battle. Uh, you're victorious. No, uh, just a, a few mercenary losses, but other than that, uh, not not too shabby. Pretty thorough victory. Um, but it's one o'clock in the morning. You guys are super tired. So, uh, right at the beginning start of the session, I'm going to impose um, some fatigue penalties on you. All right, mm. until, oh. until you get rest. Just real, real easy. You're just going to take a minus one to all hit and damage uh, rolls until you actually get a full night's rest. All right. Cool. Uh, but you guys are feeling the weight of all of these hours of being up and every moment of those hours being um, filled with fear, dread, excitement, and um, uh, adrenaline. So, and victory. Don't forget victory. And victory, yes. And in the aftermath here, uh, you are in the midst of the corridors that formerly belonged to the Plumthorn Gang of Halflings. You have at your feet. We'll say that you guys are in the um, in the northern chamber, which is where Blondvig's laboratory was. You have five halfling captives. Most of them were sort of of the thief variety, along with Plumthorn himself. All right. Um, the darlings are surrounding you. As well as uh, Nicasia um, has, I guess she would probably be here with maybe like two of her captains, and like the rest of the mercenaries are probably outside in the Debouchement area. Um, and uh, you basically are all looming over in this chamber, um, staring down at Plumthorn. Now, the chamber itself is 
has the three sarcophagi and there are the three candelabra that are actually right next to those sarcophagi, right? But in addition, there is a tripod uh, holding a brazier in the corner. And it's uh, keeping out uh, like enough heat and light as well. So the, the whole, the, there's also a small cook fire actually in the Northwest corner that is unlit, but in general, the, the room itself is very well lit. Um, yeah. Kind of smashed up, right? All the glass got smashed and everything. Very smashed up. Yeah. So there is um, a bunch of uh, dead halfling bodies scattered on the floor of blood. Uh, Blonde Vig's body has um, has basically sprawled across the entire uh, table that's along these southern walls there and crashed all of those pipettes. And, and basically there's blood just like pooling out across that table and dripping down onto the floor from the wound that he has in his neck. Hmm. Um and uh but there are a few vials of that green stuff that is still salvageable um as well there was 18 there appear to be 12 left that are actually viable how many of the thief halflings were part of the uh cooking operation here out of curiosity those ones were destroyed i believe those were all killed or routed i would like to Roof through uh, Blondvik's pockets while he is uh, bleeding out. Sure. <laughs> uh, where's Blondvik? Blondvik, where are you? Uh, on the table. <laughs> 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 so the tiny little green man going through his pockets. It's so humiliating. Yeah. So everyone's ba- like. Set the scene like the darlings are like uh, they're breathing heavy. They're super excited, right? The the uh, the halflings are all cringing and uh, like got their faces down. They're all sweating. It's just the whole place kind of reeks. Um, the uh, the darlings are wiping off that uh, that the stuff that they put onto their blades um, and sheathing their weapons and um, clapping an acacia on the back as well. Uh, Gorand, of course, is super thrilled. Um, and <laughs> can we all just take a moment to just. His entrance down into the debouchement was <laughs> it's pretty Excellent. pretty awesome, pretty metal. Very good, very good. Yeah. Um, and uh, and you're in the midst of like this wreckage, basically, right? So yeah, uh, and then uh, Mort just immediately just goes over to the body of Blonde Vegas and starts looting around. Um, so Mort knows what's up. He has a dagger, okay, um, that is in a sheath at his side, and. He also carries two potions upon his person, a scroll, and there is a a book on him as well. Ooh. The book um, mm-hmm. is made out of it's it's relative. Uh, it's about um, fifteen inches tall like it's relatively big and it, uh, and it has blue blue cloth cloth boards for the cover and there's like parchment leaves in between um and yeah two different different looking potions uh interesting yeah one of the potions um is a golden liquid that has bright red motes in it goldschlager uh okay <laughs> No, it's it's a, like a gold liquid with with red moats, not, not gold. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, red red schlager, red schlager. And there's uh, the other one is sort of like a thick viscous orange color. Mm. Um, 
Does anyone from the Darlings say anything while I'm doing that? While you're looting through the body? Yeah. Uh, no, but they do. They, um, you know, it's all kind of happening all at once, but Dalton sort of looks over and you can see that. Um, okay. Let's see. He's uh, like, I think I'm going to go down the corridor, I believe, and uh, take a look at that chest that we agreed upon. You do want to go see that chest. Absolutely, Mr. Darling. Indeed. Mr. Mr. Uh, Darling. Just, just you know, between you and me, guys, like, um, if they give us a hard time about the stuff I just pulled out or any of them spotted what you got off of, um, um, what was her name, Nancy? <laughs> I only got a couple potions, and it was pretty discreet, I think. What's but... her name? Uh, Roz Kelly. Roz Kelly, Kelly. Yeah. 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 Nancy, uh, Nancy you know, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's, a pretty, that's her nickname. They call her Nancy. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, we can like just like I just throw him the scroll, for example, or something. Like, here, you want something? Like, but I, I won't do it unless I'm compelled to, like, try and... Yeah, we, we can negotiate if we need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sure. Okay. Yeah. In, okay. that, in that same in that same yeah, vein, when that moment arrives, sorry, go ahead, Matt. I was going to say in in that same vein, um, I would uh, uh, have Avaricious gather up those uh, twelve potions. I mean, those are those uh, twelve potions that you mentioned with the, the green stuff in them. Mm-hmm. Those are all sealed, right? Like they I could all, carry them. They are all sealed. Um, the darlings are also collecting some of those as well. Okay. Um, and uh, Yvette actually kind of pick, picks one up, and she uh, she looks at it and she goes, hmm says mortality on it she says look they all do and, and you look down and you can see that this is the tag that you you noted earlier that they all had the same writing on it and they're all noted as uh, the word mortality is written this looks like a nice uh you know uh uh microbrew branding sort of <laughs> or, calligraphy do we, have, do we have any like brand like a uh, uh, unified aesthetic here or is it just uh there's no real aesthetic but it is all written in the same hand Gosterwick Lager Mortality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, can you so, uh, split it 50 uh, 50 with them if they're gathering up at the same time? Can we? Yeah, I would, I would like, six, yeah. If they're, they're 12, that. yeah. Like, yeah, split okay. that up six. That's six and, slots. Um, John, so um, the. Oh, right. Um, slots. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, uh, the, half, the halflings uh, who survived, the five, are these. Were these uh, hit by this poison? Because I know we, t- we hit our blades, and I know that that. Um, oh, uh, these are the ones that were fit, that were um, engaged with the wine dark cohort. Okay, so these guys were not affected by that. Okay, yeah. good. All right. So, yeah, tell you what, um, I'll stay here. Uh, I'm like, hey, Yost, how about you and me guard the prisoners, and then you guys go and argue with Darling about what's in the chest. I believe at this point I'm still f- flying. <laughs> <laughs> through the air, just hovering. I'm I'm near the chest. I think at this moment, just sort of hovering above it. <laughs> there, you're sitting there in the lotus was, position, was, like it this. Was, yeah, it was one d six plus six turns, right? Like I I did what two three turns. <laughs> yeah, I'm, sure you are still I'm just flying. I'm enjoying the air. Yeah. So the um, uh, yeah. So Yos is like, yeah, I'll watch them. They will not uh, do uh, anything while I am while I am watching them. And uh, Yost, you know, just one thing, my friend. You, you know, you took a little bit of uh, heart on our way down in here. Now that things have kind of gone down, um, I can and I reach out and cast um, uh, cure light wounds on Yost. Okay. Notably, before his own cleric can. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. 
I'm ready. Uh, a 1d6 plus 1. Oh, that's seven hit points, baby. Oh, Ooh, nice. Very nice. We're going to lose nine, I think. Who, no. Who? He, I don't know. 18. Yeah, he lost seven. I think he's right back up. He got yeah he got tagged pretty good by those uh, yeah, uh, zombies and the zombies and the. I remember he lost enough that he was still above Mort's hit points, so that must have been <laughs> seven hit points that he lost. Um, nice. But yeah, like I, you know, I, I I pat him on the back. I'm like, you know, you did really really good, you know, and I'm glad to see you're feeling better. Thank you, Southern man. <laughs> I feel much better now. What did you call him? Southern man. Southern man. Oh, I thought you said sullen. Southern. I, heard that, I heard that too. But, uh, no, I feel pretty I good. Was, I think there's a Neil Young song about this. Yeah, everyone is a <laughs> southern man to Yost. He's from the south. He's from our. He's from, this is true. Yeah. Yost is from the land of ice and snow. I'm sure of it. <laughs> okay. In the midnight sun and the so, hot springs glow. Dalton, as you as Dalton goes down to the corridor, um, Onwir's sort of sitting there as well, and he's like, ah, uh, in, <laughs> interesting. Uh, seat of repose, I suppose. Uh, have you gone through the chest yet, Onwear? I have not. Um, I was predisposed, and I gesture over towards the corpse of uh, 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 yeah. another one of your victims. I want to keep an eye on you. <laughs> As I said, any time you'd like to uh, supplant my uh, companion, Helio Gablis, you just let me know. Oh, here Tell he comes, here he comes. Is right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was hoping he heard. <laughs> the rest of them I come down. I just have a wry smile on when Helogapolis looks, uh, walks in, and I'll kind of look at Darlton and look at him. So as you guys are all kind of moving into the, like um, Plumthorne and Ross Kelly's chambers there, um, you can hear a cry from behind. It's actually Heliogavlis, a cry of uh, of joy and discovery, actually. Uh, you mm-hmm. just hear like, a, my word, what a find. He says back in the in the, in the the lab. Uh, ah. and Mort is still in the lab. Oh, I thought Mort you were all going down to check guard. out the. No, I said I will guard the prisoners with your Yost. Yost just, these yeah. two guys go to the the chest. So okay, cool. Mort's still there. Yeah. So, uh, Healy Gablis is pointing at the um, at the brazier itself, made of bronze, um, and uh, he's like, D- he's he he looks at you, he's like. Yost, my friend, look at this. Yes, yes, you too, Mort. There's no smoke coming out of this. It's magical, he says. Warm. Hot, ah, hot to the touch. Doesn't produce any smoke, however. Interesting. I don't believe that this is actually using any fuel at all. Interesting. That'd be awful handy for alchemy, wouldn't it? Quite mm. valuable indeed. And over here, what do we have here? And he looks over, and there's uh, appears to be three salvageable bags. Um, they are basically the equivalent of small sacks that are filled with alchemical ingredients of some sort. Hmm. Nice. Okay. Um. Meanwhile, in the other in the other one, uh, so there are three stone sarcophagi here. Their lids were pried open. Um. Uh. And the body of Ross Kelly is sprawled there as well, leaking blood. There are two large casks here, um, sides of curing meat. You, this is what Anwir saw when he first floated over. Several bags of foodstuffs. Um, and there is this uh, uh, chest here as well. 
But you let me know if you want to look around. Um, yeah, I would, uh, uh, Avarisos would want to um, uh, take a look around, explore. Um, does it look like there is, um, uh, <clears throat> like each one of these guys would have um, uh, like their own little kind of bedding area, like their their nest? Like, Yeah, they just have like a, like a bedroll. Relatively, okay. uh, relatively filthy. Uh, Remember that each of the three chambers that the halflings, you know, have dwelled in, dwelt in, have these sarcophagi in them as well, right? Uh, but you mentioned that all these are, all, they're all the sarcophagi are kind of like smashed open. They have been, yeah, the, the lids have been taken off and toppled out. Yeah, but you just be aware that you have not like, you know, you, you just you, you, you haven't looked at them yeah. at all, right? But, you know, right. Yeah. yeah, which which uh, we will definitely do in a second. But go ahead, go ahead, Matt. Uh, yeah, I was just going to check out um, uh, whichever one of those bedrolls looks like uh, plum thorns. I would kind of like start uh, poking and digging into his uh, personal private areas. <laughs> sure. So um, he actually doesn't have anything in his bed. You did find on his person. Um, well, you know that he drank a potion before the battle. Um, and then there was one more potion on him. And he also was wearing chain mail and a shield. Um, chain mail was sized for halfling, obviously. Um, he had a short bow and a battle axe as well. I think, I think, um, Gorind took that battle axe like immediately, like a yoink mm-hmm. yep. during that. Okay. I think you guys should open that chest. Yeah, let's do the chest next. Oh, geez. Uh, Dalton says as he sort of, uh, pulls, tries to pull open the latch. We don't find a key on any of the leader's bodies. Uh, let's see. Actually, yeah, of course. Um, on Roz Kelly's body, you actually do find. Well, no, actually, I'm sorry. On Plumthorn, you could yank it off of Plumthorn's uh, struggling mm-hmm. form. That's just his retirement fund disappearing as he watches this walk off the key. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'll uh, I'll fly over and go. Hey, yank! Thank you, Plum Floor. <laughs> fly over. <laughs> <I'm so fun. laughs> fully taking advantage of this uh, uh, opportunity, and I'll go to the lock and and turn the key. Okay, so uh, opening it up, you see that there is quite a lot of stuff in this pretty darn large chest. Mm. Indeed. First of all, you see the glint of coins. Indeed, you'll be happy to know. Thrilled, in fact. Dare I say that you see 432 copper pieces. Oh, I know. Oof, be still your heart. I know. Is it, it's not the Arcantian stuff that we gave them. I'm afraid it? not, no. Yeah. 432 copper. If we melted copper. all that down, we could afford one Warhammer figurine. <laughs> 243 pieces of silver. Mm. Uh, but... The most, the highest variety is actually, uh, the highest amount is actually the most valuable. There is 957 pieces of gold. Yeah. Um, In addition, you'll be happy to know, because they cannot be bought uh, anywhere that you know about. Um, There are two ancient holy symbols of Thoth. Um, They are in the form of baboons, actually. Worth quite a pretty penny. They're probably worth about 150 gold to the... uh, um, to the right person. Each. Yep. Yep. Um, or <laughs> in addition, there is also a holy symbol of set boss, ancient enemy that is in the form of a crocodile, probably worth about a hundred gold. The single one of those. 
Each of those symbols is a slot. Um, there are six gems. Um, I don't have them detailed exactly what they are, but they're worth the following in uh, coinage. 10, 20, 30, 10, 50, and 130. All GP. All GP, yep. Um, in addition, there are four books. Uh, let's see. The first one. Ver East. Uh, I clicked the wrong one. Oh, there it is. Okay. First one is a, um, uh, a book that has blue cowhide bindings. Um, and it is a book that is called, well, on the cover page here, I haven't looked into it yet, but it's called The Great Villains of Arcantos Part 4. <laughs> yes, but this, this one right. details Larcinius the Exarch. Mm. Larcinius the yeah. Exarch. Indeed. A, another book called Thorkin Poisons and Their Cures. Oh. This is a codex a little bit smaller than the other one, um, has uh, brown leather bindings and brass fittings uh, with parchment leaves. And the other book is The Emperors of Arcantos, Volume 1. Um, this is a codex as well, uh, brown leather binding, and it has um, 24 illuminations in gold leaf and colored ink as well. This is just what you're looking at without actually reading them, right? Understood understand and the last one it has no title but it is a made of thick leather well i'll look at that right quick <laughs> <laughs> looking inside the words seem to scribble and scrawl across the page in the incomprehensible language that you feel that you probably should understand if you only had the magics to, to decipher it, oh, yeah, see. it the, the handwriting inside looks um, the chain, same sort of chicken scratch, lightly, lightly held quill as that, uh, as written on the, um, mortality vial. Uh, possibly Blund, Blundvig's backup spell. Yeah. Maybe. I'll, I'll say, oh, a cookbook. Well, I do love cooking and I'll take it and put it in my <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the, um, the book that you found on Blundvig himself. Actually yeah. has a title. It's uh, uh, I think I did. I tell you no. Um, no. Uh, the lexicon of Mithric. Hmm. So like a language book. You are only have like to be clear. You guys have only looked at the titles. I'm giving you vague descriptions right. of what these right. things are. Okay. Right. 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 I speak Mithric if I need to open it up and look, but we can do that later, perhaps. Okay. So Mort's not there, but he's listening down the hall and he's wondering to himself, self, I says, self, what was the deal that we had with the darlings? I can't remember exactly what it worked out. I know he wanted everything and I know I pitched, they pick first, we pick second, back and forth, but I can't remember what we actually agreed on. Uh, I, a self, I remember a 50-50 split of that treasure. Is That's what I remember not, as well. What I but, recall. But I think he gets to pick first. 
Well, how's that 50-50 if somebody's picking first? What are you first? talking about, Ted? Come on, wait. We're giving him the whole operation. He picks first. I think that was what he wanted the whole chest entirely for his assistance with the operation. And I think we talked him out of that, but I don't, I don't remember. I'm not in the room. You guys have to talk to Darling. Um, let's see. He, he's, he sees the spell book with Heliopolis not there. And he kind of puts a finger aside of his nose and looks at you on where mm-hmm. says, now, <laughs> he goes, now's the time, my friend. <laughs> I, 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 I do exactly that and i say that disappears good, up uh, good good doing business with you my friend i'm sure we will continue to collaborate in the near future and in fact if you find yourself um questioning your allegiances let me know <laughs> he uh he gently picks up the other three books and gently sets them down on the floor and he takes the six gems and he just sort of uh waits for someone to open their hand and he drops them into your hand Okay. And then he just slowly kind of watching you just with a smile on his face, just sort of drags the rest of the entire chest towards him. <laughs> you, you pluck a symbol of Thoth out of there. Uh, you know, I, I'll say, I'll say my friend, totally fair. Could we have a symbol of Thoth and a symbol of set perhaps split the two? Oh, no, there's only one of the set, isn't there? Yeah. One uh, set, two uh, Thoth. Yeah. If you give we, me. We, 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 sorry, just to, before we do this. We have a symbol of Thoth already, correct, Dan? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice to have a spare. We, we don't want the symbol of Set because that might be more valuable to us than the symbol of Thoth. I mean, I thought we had one. I thought we had a symbol of I think we Set. Do. I have we, a Set pendant. Guy here. I do have a Set pendant that I'm wearing as a necklace, but that's not to be confused with a like official holy symbol, Thothian holy symbol, right, John? Set holy symbol, right? You don't. I have a Set pendant. It's not the same as a holy we symbol. Uh, you don't know. You're it? not really sure. But you're you're carrying it onward. You have the. Pendant? It's around my neck. Yeah. Just I mean, I'll can... look at it and I'll say, "Oh, John, does this look the exact same as the?" <laughs> no, no, they look they look different. I'm just saying you you okay, have no okay. you have no okay. notion of whether or not the the one in the chest is actually like has power or anything like that. You know. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So um, he, he he will he uh, Dalton wants one of the holy symbols of Thoth because he knows what they can do. Yeah. Um yeah. and um. Uh, he also tells you, and Yvette backs him up, that the set cultists, if you haven't come across them, they are not exactly the most pleasant folk when you really get down to it. Mm. Um, they put on a good face of being traders of information and goods and whatnot, but uh, it might be useful to have one of these as well. My thoughts exactly, my friend. Uh, hmm. How do we come upon an agreement that benefits us both then? Well, uh, I see you're, I see you're already wearing one, so I let him, ah, let him keep I the see. symbol of set yeah. and ask for Yoast. Is <laughs> that for Yoast? That's, uh, 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 that's very funny. Um, no, I think I think um, I will accept him taking the one thing that I'm concerned about or curious about is the Thothian poisons book and their Thorkin poisons, which may have something to tell us about both what they were manufacturing and whether there is a, he's, he's willing to give you the books. Oh, oh I thought he took the books. I no, he, he said he laid them no, out he just before. Set them down, yeah. My whole point was that oh, basically, gotcha. this, this is what he wants. He wants the money. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He wants the money and he wants the and he wants the the, the symbol of set. 
Oh, I thought okay. he wanted this Thoth one. Oh, okay. And the Thoth one, yeah. He's he's. I mean, you, you guys need to be cool with like splitting right, the Thoth. All right, all right. I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll uh, help him push the chest over to his side uh, with one of the set th- uh, and and one of the Thoths. And I'll take uh, a Thoth to myself and say, "Uh, that's a perfectly reasonable split." I would say yes. Well, I mean, yeah. we we did we did talk about more of an even split of what was in the chest. That's just what I remember. You know, we all put in a lot of uh, effort here, and you have, uh, you know, a potential... Uh, in terms of quantity of goods, I'm sure that you could make the case, my friend, but um, as you can see, I see six shining gems in your pocket. I see priceless books. I see a work of arcane might. I don't think you have really anything to complain about. What do you we think, guys? We got a ton of money, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I'd rather that. have the books in the gym. Well, and the gyms are kind of whatever, but I'd rather have them than worry about the 900 gold personally. But uh, I'm willing to hear you out, Avrasios. Mm. He needs to buy booze. You, you, you know, <laughs> you, you know, men like this, my friend. It's he, just you know, he's always celebratory for the my, next. <laughs> it is part of my religion, you know. You've got to be <laughs> sure. sure. Uh, but you know, the, the, I, okay. You know what? I, I, I see your point. The, co- the coins are very heavy. You know, the, if we have the, the, the gen- you know, and also I'm super tired. Um. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, All right. So this, this yeah. split is fine in, in the in the in the spirit of uh, you know uh, future good relations, right? Uh, okay. So uh, yeah, that's fine. All right. So that's that. You got it all marked down. I've written it all down. Um, we have to figure out who's actually carrying what when we finally leave. But yeah, I have it all written down. Okay. And what are you which, doing next? Which yeah, which holy symbol did we keep? We have one thoth. One thoth. One thoth. Okay, so we now have double thoths. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. And or grab the books. If he doesn't take them, we yeah, should take them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd be really curious to. Uh, my feeling is like the great villains and that emperor's one, like. There might be information there that would help us read some of the murals around somewhere mm-hmm. or, you know, make sense of that Hall of Heroes or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, once we've completed doing this, John, can I uh, peek over at the uh, sarcophagi and see if they have corpses inside them, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, yes, you certainly can. So they do appear to be completely looted and empty, um, filled with a bunch of just kind of trash and junk and such like that, just from like apple cores that you know, the halflings were just sort of tossing in there sort of thing. Right. Um, but um, in the, you do notice something strange, however, on when you were sort of looking around um, in inside them, you notice that the middle sarcophagus, the bed of the sarcophagus appears to be slightly higher than the beds of the other two on the other side. I had a feeling. Um, I, I would will, never see that because they're too short. I would uh, <laughs> I will peek around the seams of said bed um, and see if it is liftable. Uh, in the absence of that, I will push the surface itself aside. But let's let's check that bed first. Okay. Is any other uh, buttons or levers or other grooves that seem strange? So Are we hoping you for a secret compartment or a secret staircase, David? Well, I'm looking for both personally, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was looking for a staircase, but I think it might be a compartment. But so hey. keeping your fingers sort of like around the edges of the bed itself, like in the interior of the cavity, right? Um, near the foot, 
there is a piece of the stone that actually can depress inwards into the side. Doing that allows you to actually get a finger underneath the 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 bed of the sarcophagus and actually I should say more than you know, like your whole hand basically and sure. lift it up basically and there is a Which false I bottom. Uh, there is a false bottom underneath. Um, you hear like the darlings like suck in their breath, like oh my, you know. As, as uh, and uh, there Once are no. Once again, I'm gonna I'm gonna wink at uh, Heliogablus if he's watching. Heliogablus <laughs> <laughs> um, is still in the still back there with Yost. Oh, okay, and, okay. And well, I'll just yeah, it's yeah, fine. I'll, 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 I'll wink at Dalton and say, uh, I'm telling you, my friend. Uh, I've got the skills. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed you do. And, and he's like, <laughs> and he sort of like coughs as, as what you lift up. Yeah. Releases like a huge cloud of like dust and stuff like that from underneath. It is very yeah. evident that for as long as the halflings have actually lived here, they've never discovered this false bottom. This oh. is not, this is not halfling stash like the rest mm. of it. Sweet. Mm. Um, within you see a, another, symbol of thoth this one made entirely of silver mm. uh, and it is encrusted with precious stones dotting it like it looks like a decorative <laughs> piece yeah. so this holy symbol of thoth um is worth a nice 850 gold uh-huh. I'll, I'll take this the thothian symbol i already got and i'll toss it to dalton and say <laughs> It's no, all on me. No. It's on me. No. We need all of them. We're backtracking. We need all of them. Don't, don't All right. Around. I won't do it. Fine, fine. I mean, he's going to ask for this one, but, you know, it's fine. It's fine. There, okay, you found it. It's not in the chest. There is another 575 copper pieces, normal. 352 silver pieces, normal. Um, there is a moldering scroll, but does look like it does have uh, language upon it. Um, and there are two, uh, uh, very well-made arrows within as well. Intriguing. Yeah. Uh, any, any particular features to the head or feather on said arrows? Um, they look relatively old like old-fashioned i don't know how that would actually manifest uh, with arrows gotcha. themselves but the the fletching itself does not seem to have deteriorated um it is of a plain it has actually been painted red very fine feathers um and the wood itself is uh ramrod straight and it has not decayed or anything they're up i mean you know you can just tell that they're probably magical of some sort they look identical amazing cool don't say Plus one and laid in silver on the head or anything like that. Is they it? do not know. All right. Uh, John, can I um, uh, take a look very carefully at that scroll to see if any of the language makes sense? Uh, you do not. It's, it, uh, it scrambles your mind a little bit when you look at it. Ugh. I hate that. I hate and myself, weird. does it look familiar to me? Or it, it does look like the kind of thing that you would probably be able to decipher. All right. All right. That's, that's a sweet little find. So I'm going to pocket that. Um, I don't really particularly care about the copper, so I could toss that over to Dalton. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'll give him the I'll give him the copper and the silver just to keep it keep it you know even, uh -huh. keep it real. All right. Uh -huh. So you're not taking any of the coin out of there. I'm taking okay. the 850 gold Thothian thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not taking any coin. I'm giving him the coin as again a gesture of of splitting. 
So you hear um, Nicasia and Gorand uh, shouting in the other room, like to um, uh, back, actually back out the western side of the portcullis, um, giving orders to the men. And you can hear men kind of coming in, and they've obviously been given orders to start uh, cleaning up, basically like uh, arraying the bodies, um, just cleaning up all the glass and all that sort of stuff. So, um, and Dalton sort of just surveys it with his kind of like with a one arm sort of crooked against the wall, you know what I mean? Just with the one leg cocked, you know, just sort of watching it. It's like, that's right. Get my kingdom ready for me. <laughs> Got to have my quarters set. Um, how much time is left on Unworth's fly spell? I was going to ask that about the, yeah. Yeah. Cause directly uh, across from this room, yeah. visible from this room is that, that false entrance or whatever it is on the other side of the chasm. Exactly. Uh, they only have expended what, like probably an hour at this point, I would guess. Which means you've got another twenty minutes. He doesn't know how many he has. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Fly over the chasm. I'm sure it's probably well, okay. Tie rope, tie rope to you. my waist. Tie rope yeah. to my waist, and I'll I'll fly over there. While while we still have some time. Sound right. good? Yeah. Okay. It's like. Oh, great. It, oh, that's not okay. what's supposed to happen. Two things. Tie her up to my waist. Give me some, a mallet and stakes. And I'll fly over there. And I'll, I'll fix the rope across the, the chasm to it. But I'll uh, look while I'm there, too. You know what we're talking about, right, John? Uh, yeah, give me a moment. No, okay. Sorry, a bit of a tangent, John. That was... It was kind of like over here, right? Like kind it's of a little further south than that. Yeah, right about there, I think. Yeah. But I don't know exactly. I remember we could see it from our previous vantage point at the chasm, but we couldn't get to it. Or was it closer to the was it way down here by those by the ropes that are still on the wall? It, well, that's where we were when we could see it, but I don't remember exactly where along the wall it was. Because this this red line here, those are that's like the, the rope that's affixed. Yeah. And it went, so it's got to be like... I don't think it actually led to that. I think... It was above and nearby? Well, it's, it's generally well, there. Yeah. yeah, it's over there somewhere, and David's going to fly there. Okay, so basically, um, you're looking at, if you look at Owlbear, it's, yeah. it's across the chasm, and it is roughly right here. Okay. Oh, okay. So now I'll just draw a. You fly over on where? There. And you can see that. Uh, uh, what, are, what are you using for light? You're muted or something, David. Oh, my bad. I have my lantern still, so I can uh, light that up. Although I think it's. We refilled it's, it. It's actually lit, it, I think. Yeah, we were yeah. using it. It's still lit, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, you fly over with your light, and you can see that here um, the the chasm at this point is completely covered with uh, creepers of some sort, right? Um, which conceal oh. the conceal the the this circular thing. So it's basically as you kind of fly over and you're hovering there, and you kind of move the creepers away a little bit, you can see that is it is a ten foot circular piece of stone, ten foot in diameter. Okay carved right into the middle of uh of the of the chasm wall itself like there's nothing 
above it. There's nothing below. It's like a just chasm wall, right? But it is basically directly across from where you you left off of um, off of off the bottom, Mrs. Chambers. In the center of it, there is a glyph of some sort that you cannot decipher. However, the geometry of this glyph is familiar to you. Is it a shape of a holy symbol? No, but it is uh, a like a hexagonal sort of shape with radiating lines and weird curly cues, and a, a cold shiver runs down your spine on where as you recognize this glyph um, as one of the uh, the language denominators in the chamber with the white walls and the pods. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Now, it's alien uh, in nature, one might say. Underneath, obviously more recent, there are some runic style letters that have been written in crude Arkantian. Which I will look at. Scrawl underneath. And it just says, also quite old, but uh, not engraved as into the stone itself. And it says, Artax Rees does not wish to be disturbed. Artax Rees does not wish to be disturbed. Yeah. That's A-R-T-A-X dash R-I-S. R-I-S. Interesting. And there's no other uh, more modern writing or, or note-taking around this. Um, no. And to be clear, the, the stone center. is like the stone is like ancient stone it is the stone of this place right the same kind of stone that was worked by the archontians it is this is not like the plasteel of of the uh of the uh, chamber right is there anything so, shared between this stone the glyph work or any, anything within this little uh portal of sorts and the amphibious secret chamber i found within the pyramid no good question but no okay so the hypothesis here then would be one of the aliens comes out of the ship, lives down here, uh, and eventually hides in this. Maybe it's his tomb or he's in there meditating for the last thousand years or something crazy. <laughs> I have to check our well, notes, but I don't remember seeing Artox Reese. I don't think that was one of the names that we saw on any of the capsules. I have to check it out. Hey, who says that was the first ship to touch down in this area? Maybe mm-hmm. there's another reason all these ships uh-huh, keep showing uh-huh. up. You know what I mean? Uh, interesting. Okay. Um, also, the interesting well, note that it was that there was a warning that was scrawled in Arkantian, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You saw no evidence of Arkantian of the Arkantian language anywhere in that chamber. You right? said it was ancient Ar- Arkantian. Can I like date the right. vernacular oh. to a period of time? Uh, well, that's also a good question as well. So ancient Arkantian is actually Mithric, right? Yeah. It, okay. it is not Mithric. So it's, it's old, but it's, 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 archaic, it's yeah, it's not a, ancient. that's correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But that puts it past like a generation. Like this wouldn't necessarily be a person who is living at this time that would have written this. It, but it's, so it's a warning. It's like definitely. so-and-so opened this thing up and was like, oh, he didn't want to be disturbed. Ooh. Right. Gotcha. So you that hear was, you hear Helga. She's like, "What did what did you see out there? What is it? I remember passing by when we were climbing. Some, some strange wizardry. I don't know the language of it though. 
let me let, let me feel yeah let me feel about for a latch i'll let you know um before i do that uh can i go ahead and stake a rope opinion in where i'm at a piton a piton uh, rather yeah sure absolutely so yeah. that we have a tether um so as you're yelling back and, as you're yelling back and forth okay you hear multiple sounds coming from above you and below mm, you far away up. far away in both directions far above you hear familiar hooting and snarling of baboons mm. below wow. you you hear uh low rumbling laughter like a ho 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 okay i'm gonna i'm gonna turn below and That's say I'm going to say, who goes there? <laughs> <laughs> you hear like a thickly accented low voice says, come down to the troll lifts. This is like echoing up from like hundreds of feet below. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like yeah. echoing off the sides of the, of the chasm. Uh, well, that's interesting. Give me your name, troll. I will give you mine. An exchange of names <laughs> is the most... Uh, Ancient of bargains. Come down, come down, speak to Gog. Gorg. Uh, G-O-L-G. G-O-G. G-O-G. Gog, when you meet Anwir, you shall know you have met a friend and match. <laughs> you, just, you just hear more laughter, like multiple voices. <laughs> Wow. blood uh, uh, intertwine on friendly uh, pretenses. <laughs> so, like the more like you speak, like the more like your words just get lost, right? Yeah, like, just yeah, it's yeah, impossible yeah. to have a conversation at all, sure. right? It's just it, they just bounce off the wall because it, it, the voices, I mean, are coming from deep, and the baboon yeah. howling is is obviously in response to like your light and noise, but it's also like very far up above. Sure. You might even go right. so far as to say it might be around two hundred and fifty feet. Oh, can I? Um, does anyone have a torch? We all have torches. We all have ask one of you to toss one over the edge and let me watch. Not to get too uh, distracted from the portal, but I just want to see. We could toss a flaming hobbit over the edge. That, that'll work too. <laughs> and I still have right. a torch. Uh, while we do this, I'm going to go quickly tuck my kid in and I'll come mm. back. Sure. You know what? Instead of doing that, oh, this is a bit of a waste of a, a wand spell. But why not? It's fun for the moment. No, uh, no, no, I... no. I'll light something okay. on fire. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So, so when he hears the hooting and hollering out there in the in the chasm, uh, Mort will go over to the edge of the room that he's in and look out and see Onward out there, just this glowing little moat against the vastness of the chasm. He hears him say, "You know, light something on fire and throw it down." There's there must be some flammable stuff in the in the Blondveg's lab, right? Something I can, uh, yeah, sure. Torch up mm -hmm. Can I ignite it off of that brazier? Uh, yes, you could. Yeah. All right. So I'll wad up a bunch of rags, or you know, a corpse, or whatever. Ignite it. Huck it off the side. Okay. Down it goes. I've been wanting to do this for a while, actually, and see how deep this thing is. Yeah, you don't even hear it hit. Can I see it hit? Can I see the flame dwindling into the distance? Disappears into the darkness. Just, just sweet. I have a silly another idea, and then we can leave this, but I just find it kind of fun. Um, I am going to waste a, a, a charge on this one, but it's fine. It's fun. It's fun. Um, I have a miniature bell in my uh, pocket, and I'm going to cast a uh, light on it with the wand. So it's a glowing miniature bell, and I'm going to uh, shout down the chasm one last time. 
to Gog. Gog, take this that you might summon me when you need. And I'm going to throw it over. Ding, 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 down the chasm. <laughs> Glowing okay. as it goes. Whether it hears me or not, doesn't matter. But I'm just, I'm just going to throw the bell down there. Okay, so you um, it, it you hear it dingling down with like the light, and it doesn't go as far down as the um, as the alchem- alchemical torch thing went down, mm-hmm. um, uh, and you hear it suddenly stop, and like the light winks out, but you don't hear anything else. Okay, so it's ringing, now, and then it stops ringing, and the light also winks out yes. at the same time. Yes, correct. Interesting. And um, okay. at the same time, uh, the the command word, the the Lucos on your wand. Um, actually goes dark and a little bit of of smoke just kind of fizzles out of the end of the the one oh man (laughs) on weirs thinking about this stuff you know my friend (laughs) he's thinking he doesn't have a more of a wand Uh, anymore uh, uh, um all right cool uh with that uh can i feel around uh the perimeter of this stone uh, uh, portal. I'm going to keep calling it a portal for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. See if I feel any grooves. See if I see any like indentions where people regularly trafficked or touched. So no, you, you, could, down, you could definitely see some like recent uh, traversing, which you recent traversal, which you assume is um, evidence of the darlings having hit this, right? Like there are, there are pythons that have been put into the wall that head eastward, southeastward across uh, you know, uh, tra- traversing across the side, the lateral face of the chasm. Um, but uh, other than that, this stone itself is fit perfectly into the natural rock of the cavern wall itself, of the chamber, of the chasm wall itself. Sure. If I hammer on it, does it sound hollow on the other end? No, it sounds very thick. Interesting. Yeah. So this may be like magically rather than like physically uh a a a portal ted and matt i don't know it's a thought um, no, i'm sure there's a room on the other side there's look at all that space in the on the map mm, fair enough there's something some kind of transport or something wow. well i guess it could be some sort of transport but i bet you there's a i bet you it's like a tomb well um, how, how does a man get into a tomb like that i don't know well you got to die well, you press <laughs> the right kind of holy symbol into that graven glyph. Mm. You got something that goes in there. I and I don't remember there was anything in the spaceship that was. We remember the symbol, but we I, we didn't see anything that was like physically the symbol. It was all just on the screens, right? Yeah, we, it's well, a we weren't able to uh, know that. Yeah, what the symbol is a relief. It is a. No, it's it's a uh, it's carved in. It's yeah, that's what I meant. Right, yeah. rather not a relief. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Does it yeah. look like something could go in there? Uh, no, it's not that deep. Right, okay. just looks like oh. something's been incised in there. It's like a glyph. Yeah. To be to be clear, like the glyphs you saw on the on the terminal screen, right? But they were also on the plaques of the uh, individual pods. In some cases, remember? Oh yeah. Uh, right. I mean, you have seen them physically manifest before. Is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Honor, uh, do, you, do you have anything on you that you could like take a rubbing, uh, or can you just like draw it or something so that we sure. can? Sure. I mean, I have, I have I have chalk. I have paper. I can take a rubbing. I'm also tear a page out of your spell book. Oh, hey, <laughs> listen, listen. Um, so no, I, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, you just be aware that you have no idea how long your 
thing's gonna last, right? I'm standing on the ledge, right? And I fixed her up. There's no ledge. Oh, it's fully. I thought I hammered a, a line and somewhere. You okay? You, that, that's fine. I'm just saying there's nothing to stand on. I mean, you can stand on your python with one foot, but you know. Okay. Okay. So I should be quick, regardless. Um, all right. Uh, uh, with with uh, uh, that in mind, a couple moments. I will uh, do two things. I will speak the name of Artex Rees into the glyph and see if anything responds. Nothing happens. Open sesame kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, uh, And second, I will take a quick rubbing of the symbol uh, and head back over. Uh, As as you do, do you see anything on this wall here of interest? The same thing. Anything else on the chasm uh, anywhere? So I would have flown by that before, so I would have seen it last session, I imagine. That's true. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you, you see nothing else of interest except the bare rock wall. Um, oops, I did a thing. Hold on a second. Um, okay, so you're you're taking out a piece of paper, right? And you're putting it over top the glyph, and then you're rubbing it. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Try touching the glyph. I could trace the glyph with my hand. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Sure. I mean, okay. I still have a rope tethered to me, so if my fly dies, I'm just going to... Is someone on the ready on the other end of this rope? <laughs> we just need to arrange that. <laughs> okay, okay. You don't Actually, I, I have sorry. Okay, so, sorry, John. This is really annoying. But, okay, so I fixed one rope for them. One is tied to me. Can I fix my rope to the rope that's spanning it? So if I fall, I am connected to... That's fine. Like a yeah. second lifeline? All right, sure. I'll do that. Uh-huh. Okay. Now uh, I will try to trace the symbol with my hand. Okay, as you put your finger in on the glyph to kind of trace it, mm. um, from a dis- the rest of you guys who are all looking across the chasm, the entire chasm blossoms with a crackling blue-white light that emanates from the glyph as an electrical discharge uh, just basically throws on where off the python and into midair just uh, uh, it illuminates like a, like a huge swath of the chasm and all of you guys are blinded and have like those um like you can't see anything for a minute you know um and you're gonna take some damage do we get to see his do we get I'm to see his skeleton <laughs> and on we are died right after the battle <laughs> right. Uh, sorry, give me a sec. Uh, sorry about uh, that, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was joking about dying to get in there. <laughs> I don't suppose it opened when that happened. You're gonna take eleven <laughs> points of damage on where I'm dead. You're not that's, dead. That's four. That's four under my max. So <laughs> uh, good, good thing I'm on the road because I am unconscious. <laughs> Reel it in, boys. We'll see what happens here. I mean, uh, everybody can uh, uh, rest assured. I healed Yost. Because the danger was passed. Uh, okay, so you're. <laughs> I need you to uh, roll me a um, d6 on where. I'm sorry, sure. a, not a d6, a, a d12. I also want to point one thing out that I really don't want to point out, but it's true. I did just say that I took the rope that was fixed to me and put the lifeline on the other rope, which would imply that no one's holding the other end of this, right? So well, now I'm, dang- I'm dangling no. from a rope suspended, sort of like this, or no? Across the way. Well, no, it's it's, it's like a it's a fix on the other end. But go ahead, get roll me a D12. All right, all right, D12. Uh, what does a D12 look like anymore? I don't know. 
Uh, hold on. It has a 12 on it. It has a 12 on it. Yeah, there we go. That's a six. Plus four. You're four in the negative. I'm four in the negative. Uh, so that's 10. <laughs> okay. Uh, you just barely escaped the next level, which, but you are horribly burned. Okay. <laughs> Stands to reason. Okay. Four days burned. On we are. Okay. So, all right. On Weir. Curiosity killed the cat here, apparently. Um, so you, yeah, the, the, the blue white light just sears off. You, as your vision clears, you just see Onward just sort of topple backwards, like unconscious off that python that he was on. Um, and he slams into the, into the western side of the chasm at the end of that rope. Um, and he just dangles there and you, he, you can smell like burnt flesh, just sort of like waft up from underneath as all like the darlings like cry out and, um, a vet like makes like a holy sign to Bellaton. Like, you know, that's something, and, um, Helia, you hear Helia guys, what, what was that? I think I heard something. The one so, thing I didn't want to give Heliogopolis was a, was a moment like this. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, John. So Mort was hanging out the edge of the chasm, watching when that happened. Did he? Did the illumination like show him anything in the chasm of interest? No, no. Sorry, Iron Man. Just, just his friend's burnt-up corpse. No, everyone saw like the illumination of the chasm for a second. Right. So right, I, but I didn't like. What, what, I was leaning out and looking up, and and I didn't see like nothing of interest. Seven hundred no, foot bats I, hanging from the top of the I, room. I would have let you know. What do you do with on there? He wants a freebie from his friend's suffering. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Things get illuminated when lightning strikes. You know, it's like it's very very theatrical. I thought we might. Uh, get I'll, I'll tell you right, what. Let's, we're going to take our yeah. our mid session break here, and we will be right back. All right, we're back from emptying the old bladders, and we have a hanging illusionist. <laughs> all, all I can say is, think, think, Thoth, that I tied a rope around my waist. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that would have been a body loss. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you could have hung out with your new friend, Gog. Right, yeah. right, so let's skip to it. Gog right, would have been not very impressed with Anwir when he landed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought we were supposed to be your match. Uh -huh. Okay, so you're going to... Um, haul them up you right i assume yeah oh. reel them in okay yeah, 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 yeah. sure <laughs> so luckily up. enough uh, a vet sort of like she her short sort of hunchback form she kind of waddles forth and um she's like this is wholly against the tenets of the Bellaton as in um only the only the strong survive but i suppose since you uh and you look she looks you frater have um mm -hmm. deigned to heal our friend yost up where we can return the favor and she um she kind of grasps on weir's like limp form and it's he's like literally smoking there's like horrid burns that are just like laced down at like his face and his arms and everything like that um and she grasps him and like hard and basically shakes him right and you can feel like the divine power like enter into it, but it's like a very sort of violent sort of uh healing instead of like a gentle kind right and uh on weir's mouth gapes open too far like you can hear the jaw sort of crack a little bit oh, oh. um as his eyes like roll back white in his head um and then he uh snaps to like uh uma thurman out um uh after her <laughs> after her shot and yeah um, and uh, then uh, Dalton's just like, that was fucking trippy. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that put him at one hit point or? 
Uh, no, we're gonna roll for it. Let's see here. Okay. My, my, how many points do you have total? Uh, maximum. Six. Six. Okay. So yeah, there's actually a chance that you might get healed all the way up. Let's see. Because you're not in the negatives. Negatives only just determines the 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 uh, severity. Severity. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay. No, but it is. It's three hit points. You're, you're healed. Three hit points. Ah, oh, he's good. I say. So, I was, so as I was saying, uh, very interesting portal. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot to discover. Has anyone tried touching it yet? I think maybe touching it <laughs> is the key. Shall we try again? <laughs> well, you know what? The lips and eyelids—they're overrated. Yeah, you don't yeah, need yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're looking very much worse than worse from where like, you're all jacked up and scarred and horribly burned. So you're um you are burned horribly. You're you're you've been rejuvenated because of the healing, um, but you are so thoroughly um uh like your your skin's so red and exposed that uh, you cannot wear armor. So that that banded mail basically um you have to shed because you cannot bear to actually have it on you. Mm, fun. Okay, so uh. I'll take it off. Yeah. yeah. Is there so, a healing duration for this condition? Uh, there is. Um, you're going to be burned for four, four, days. four days. Yeah. Now, days. the uh, uh, just to point out to the audience out there, this is probably the longest run that anyone has ever witnessed of a magic user wearing armor. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so congratulations on where you wore banded mail for quite some go. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Effectively. Have uh, you ever actually cast a spell? Uh, yeah, he did. We had we had an old episode about it on Weird Cast a Spell. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I cast a spell, cast a spell <laughs> and then we got thrown in prison. You know, that's fine. That's right. then, no, I have not. But I have done many things. <laughs> I'll have you know, a wizard who needs spells is a poor wizard indeed. Wisdom, yeah, wisdom, well, right there. Absolutely, right, hundred percent. Okay, so everyone's just sort of like Jesus, man. <laughs> it's like um, the it's like. Yeah, what do you? Elia Gablis like kind of comes in and he's kind of pats you on the back like awkwardly and, and he just sort of whispers in your ears. He's like, I think that might be at least three or four of your nine lives, friend. <laughs> How many do you have left? We'll, we'll see who's the last be the last wizard standing. That's very rude of him to pat you on the back, too. <laughs> <we're all> <laughs> <laughs> is that, is this uh, uh, <laughs> I'll say, Tell I'll me if say, it Oh, my friend, my friend, thank you for uh, looking after me. When I arrive at those uh, obsidian gates, I'll make sure to tell them my name is Heliogopolis. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, friend, Onward, uh, so did you end up getting the rubbing? Oh, I, I suppose not. <laughs> guess it's useless it. to ask you exactly if you could remember what the glyph looked like. <laughs> Brains might have got a little scrambled up there. That's all right. You take. I me. do. I do remember your. Was it your sister or your mother? I. I don't know. Oh. oh. <laughs> ah, yes. It is the At the this weak. Point more like okay, okay. That's enough of that. The weak mind that wanna... hit below the belt, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, all good fun. All good fun. Um, all right, cool. Well, uh, I don't want to dominate too much time on mine. I would suggest that someone look at the remaining coffins in the other rooms. Cause I believe John said all, all of the rooms have some assortment of coffins. But three that, sarcophagus in each room. Yeah. We might as well I do the same perch. Aside from that, I'm, I follow you guys lead. I'm, uh, I'm a little, uh, worse for right now. Okay. Yeah. We, we haven't checked out the, um, the, the one in the South. 
Mm. Yeah, we haven't really looked at the south room. And Mort wants to go down there anyway with Plumthorn and see if we can't talk to the goblins. Um, so, yeah, no sooner do you you voice that notion, Mort, um, that you mm. hear uh, a little bit of a uh, uh, some chaos coming from the Windark cohort. Um, and you hear a couple of men come to race towards your chamber um, as you're heading back out that way. Um, mm-hmm. Headed by Decasia and she's like, gentlemen, gentlemen, uh, there is, uh, we're hearing someone coming up from the south. Bring the men in. I got this. Uh, actually, yes, but I got this. Uh, I want to rush down to that little barricade that we'd seen before and um, uh, grab whatever light source I can grab along the way. And uh, so I, I know you said it was a barricade. I wasn't clear on whether it was like a little wall you could see over or whether it was like a bunch of stuff jammed into the hole and barricaded shut like that. Uh, so it's basically like a like a low barrier of debris um, is basically all it basically was. Low meaning you can see over it or climb over it? Yeah, yeah, you can kind of see over it, yeah. Okay, so he'd like to kind of, you know, hold a torch over or look over the edge in some way and, and see if he can see down what he presumes must be a tunnel. Uh, and, yes, uh, there is a carved out tunnel. Um, there is, uh, uh, it's actually, I'm sorry, it's a a very rickety, rudimentary wooden, uh, sharp wooden stakes that have been set across the, that tunnel with debris sort of piled in front of it as well to sort of brace that rickety thing. Um, And you can see numerous light sources slowly sort of making their way forward. And you can hear like, like just sort of like a whispering, like, all right, I'll, uh, I'll call down the, uh, the tunnel. um, Who goes there? Friend or foe to Mort of the Gobliano clan. Goblin. Are you goblin? I hear the voice. I am Goblin. Are you Goblin? We are. When we approach, you? we heard chaos. Chaos beyond. Has there been fighting? Ha ha! We have laid the long feet low. Their hairy stubs will no longer trouble you. Praise be to King Westkinum. Praise be to King Westkinum. Praise be to King You're like, like, like Praise way be back indeed. up. Send are... one of your number forward that we may treat in peace so you see kind of come out of the darkness um with a uh, small little like lanterns uh kind of peering yeah. through the wooden barrier you see uh seven total goblins sort of uh okay. kind of shuffle shuffle forward and they are uh the the leader has like a long uh like wobbly neck like with the too big of a head that's sort of like wobbling around and a huge giant like adam's apple that's sort of like clucking like, underneath like hitting the back bottom of his jaw right. i mean he's wearing a, a morning star uh and the other ones are all wearing just have like spears are all like a little bit smaller than he is um, right. and he says the name is bottleneck bottleneck you are mort i am mortis of the gobliano clan and he should at this point notice that i am fully armored in the imperial Lorica segmentata. Yeah, you can see that tape and everything he's looking and you can see that he's wearing armor but it's um very uh 
rudimentary, um, but it's looked like he yeah. tried to piece it together in sort of like a Mad Max way to mimic sure. the kind of armor that you're actually wearing. Like it has like uh -huh. imperial affectations, but it's like right. completely not legit, right? Um, right? It's just like made out of scrap leather and stuff like that, right? And he's looking you up and down like like with a little bit of awe, right? Like right into your eyes because you guys are at the same level right. now. Um, yeah, yeah. Peering through the barrier, he's just he's sort of like a, like a like a like a predatory dog, just sort of like moving his head yeah. side to side, looking you up and down. All right. All right. Uh, Mort. I look him square in the eye. Mort, you say, do you follow the king? Are you a servant of the king? Are you a member of the halls? Are you from outside? Outside, I'd say. I am He's from like, outside, mm. from the Sunlands, far away. But I have come here seeking fortune and fame, and I have found it in the slaying of the Longfeet. You have, you have slain the... You have slain the Plumthorns, the gang, the Hathers? I, I and my comrades, yes. Your comrades, tall, dangerous, yes. Many. Mm, he's just sort but, of like... But, bottleneck, friends, I have a gift for you. And yes. I summon Plumthorn to be brought to us. And he, they are... A uh... tribute to your King Wiskin a symbol of good faith and peace between those who dwell in these halls here now and your own. Gifts, gifts. We will talk to the big boss of the wet caves. Yes, we will talk to him. We might be able to escort you. Yes, bring me through, bring me through. Yes, will you? There's only seven of us. Come, come, show yourselves. And they, the other ones step into the light. Uh, I summon more mercenaries to the area to just stand around and look tough. And can someone drag okay. Plumthorn in here? Yes, I will. Uh, I will bring him in and make sure the mercenaries come and back us up in a nice, a nice big wall of man meat. So, like they, they sort of as as every as the larger men sort of come forward into the lantern light. You know, they sort of their eyes sort of raise up over the post. <laughs> you can see them gulp a little bit. Um, but when you drag Plumthorn forward through that mass of meat, right, um, and forward, you they break out into like high pitched like yipping and barking and snarling at the same time like they can't even contain themselves um and you just it, it, they said it's it's him it's him the demon man the demon man has been caught he is yours for an alliance between our two people here mm, bottleneck cannot speak to it we could take you to we could take you to the big boss of the wet caves he speaks for the he speaks for the king his name yes come the big boss speaks for the king how far is your big boss the big boss, he's down below. Just follow the tunnel. He goes down, 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 down to the wet caves. And from there to the wet caves, you will speak to the big boss upon his throne. And then, then you'll be so happy. You'll be so happy. He will take, he will take you and Plumthorn as captive to the great hall of the Goblin King. So I'm super interested in this, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think I this is a, a goblin king. This sounds like a really fun thing to do tomorrow after we've had a nice nap. Right. Yeah, right. You guys are very How tired. It, <laughs> yeah. How long does a lantern burn for, John? It's like 24. 24 turns. So six hours. Uh, Four hours, right? Four hours. Oh, right. Yeah. Four hours. Yeah. So I say bottleneck. We are weary with battle. Come back in the burning of two lantern times. And and we will speak again. Is this fair? Yes, yes. We will wait you. We can wait. We can wait. Oh, yes. Take down the barrier in the meantime. Yes. 
Not until we have made a pact upon things. Very well. I shall retreat. I understand. I will go tell the big boss of the White Caves. Yes, he will be waiting for you. We will talk. Much to talk about. Much parlay to talk is the about. word. Yes, parlay. Yes. Parlay. We shall parlay. You and I and the White King and, and, and your, your big boss. It will be good. Mort. Well met, Bottleneck. Well met, Mort. It pleases us greatly to see that you command all these large folk. <laughs> you see, like, in the case, he's just sort of smiling, you know, she's got her mohawk, like, look. Yeah. Yeah, commands, right. commands the word, she says. And she, like, yeah. pulls out a toothpick. Pays <laughs> like, more alike, but anyway. All right. That's pretty good. Okay, that gives us, we can just sleep down here. Um, two turning, two burnings of lanterns. That's eight hours. We can get some sack time. Wait, do we do we not want to head up and cash? You want to cross the yeah, plea in the middle we, of the night? We can't. One in the morning up there. Not look. I'll put it this way: Onlear will do anything, but reputation though he has, going down to the lair of the Goblin King without storing any of our experience or doing any sort of resetting uh-huh. of of our our rest is a choice. I will do anything you'd like. I am happy to follow. Uh, uh, that lead, but uh, uh, bearing in mind that, like, yeah, all is all is for naught if it if it goes. To and I, I don't think John, correct me here. We we could or could not get a rest down here. Like this isn't safe territory. You, could, you can try. It's not safe. <laughs> it's not safe territory. Yeah. See, well, uh, we wouldn't get XP down here, but we can get a night's sleep. Uh, you don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what I'm saying. I I think we like if we stay here, we'll, something might come up. Something you know, over the wall of the chasm, down the hallway. We've right. seen skeletons I come don't know there either, before. But I'm just saying, like obviously, you rest in a dungeon. It there's could. much I mean, higher chance of, of wandering encounters. Right, right. right, right like right. like there could be an encounter between here and the inn, or there could be an encounter we stay here. But if we go to the inn, at least we can like you know let them know right. something's oh. up. I'll yell to bottleneck. Make it four lanterns. <laughs> four, four lanterns. Four, four burnings of the lantern. So sixteen hours. Oh, okay, gotcha. Or yeah, wait. that's that's fine. Okay, so yeah. you have yeah. um. Okay, so your question is that you you what what are you going to do with the captives? What are you going to do with what are you, are you going to question Plumthorn before you hand them up? Well, like what are you doing with Plumthorn? What are you going to do about Yost? What are you going to do with the Wine Dark cohort? They're ba- they're basically done now. They have no yeah. obligation to you. Right. There's all this aftermath stuff you need to take care of. So what are you doing? Right. Right. I, I think asking like, you know, questioning Plumthorn is probably pretty high up on that list because he's got to have some good info from down here, In- including uh, his specific relationship with the Broken Head Inn, which I think would be useful to know before before going up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's now that he's seen what we're about to do to him, he may be a little more willing to talk. Yeah, he's like wild-eyed, like a small trickle yeah. of blood coming down from his head. His his hair is all mussed up. Yeah. May I so propose I see... an idea? Yeah. Although I think he's probably forfeit already. Remember that little rope that I strung across the chasm? <laughs> oh, I don't think we need to scare him any further. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I've just basically offered to hand him over to the Goblin King. Uh, he's no, like, no, I you know. Guys are, you guys are going to pull some Suge Knights to sort of stuff. Listen, listen. I want him being as honest as he can be. Uh, In fact, um, uh, 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 Avaricios would uh, take a pull out of uh, uh, off of his canteen 
and then just hand it to the little guy. I'm like, go on and take a drink. I think you're probably going to need it. He, uh, he, right, he, right after that. Ha- oh, sorry. Go ahead. He greedily slops it up. Yeah. After that happens, doing the good cop, bad cop, Avaristos, or Avaristos, sorry, Anweer is going to walk up to him and say, uh, give me all of your things and you can cross the chasm. And I'm going to give him a little on the cheek, a little pat pat. <laughs> He's, he just let's, scowls let's, with hatred at you. Yeah. Let's chain him to a sarcophagus and ungag him and have a little chat. Look, what do you, so, what do you want to know? Just tell me what you want to know. You've, I'm at your I'm gonna, mercy. I'm going to plop down next to him. I'll put an arm around his shoulders. You I'll know, cease with like... the theatrics. <laughs> no, no, Plumthorn. Just, just tell uh... me. Tell me, Goblin, is my life forfeit? Well, I suppose that depends on what you have to offer. For example, I'd first of all, I'd like an apology for you, apology for you being such an ass. <laughs> Yes, Mort, I'm terribly sorry I was an ass. Oh, man, that was very insincere. I don't which which time, which time, come which, on. Yeah, we'll come back to that. What was your deal with the innkeeper, Plumthorn? It was a simple matter of trade. I, You have this notion that I'm some sort of dastardly mastermind. I'm just a halfling that attracted like kind former little business. My word, of the overreaction, bringing an army against us, really. Just the- a halfling with some like-minded guys and a lethal chemistry lab with a very nasty alchemist and some terribly ah. vicious poisons. Who Goblin, are you selling these poisons to? I, I've, yeah. seen, I've seen your like before. You're no different than all the rest. If, if you had been presented with the same opportunities I had, you would, have done, you would have ran the same sort of business and probably charged a higher fee. This is your entire plan, isn't it, Dalton? Dalton just sort of smiles in the background, you know. Maybe. Well, you know. that might be Dalton's plan, but you've never met anybody like us because if you had, they'd have brought an army in and they'd have kicked your ass all over the place. <laughs> Okay, so that's You're right. I, I apologize. We were Who merely we trading. To? We we collect obviously we collect fees from adventurers and the tithe of the of the items that they find within the halls. We trade those things to Kronos and Estelle, and they bring us some of the provisions that we can't get easily here in the dungeon. You in fact, you in fact posed as as messengers of Kronos at one time. I remember you delivered goods to us not yes, too long but ago. Who are you selling the poisons to? Ah, the poisons. It's mortality is the name of it, by the way. Blonveig's oh. invention, poor Blonveig. He was really the genius behind the whole operation. Uh, that, but didn't have my skill in marketing. I've got many contacts you see in both Newmarket, Gosterwick, and as far as Narcelian and the market there for poisons. Ah, the Benevolent Brotherhood always has needs. All right, hmm. so I would love to have a list of those contacts, especially the high-profile ones, my friend, for life is worth information, wouldn't you say? <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree, and never let it be said that I have so much honor that I wouldn't betray my contacts <laughs> for my own skin. <laughs> uh, give me one moment while I look up my ledgers. Uh, sure. The, I can tell you right off the bat, although I'd be more than willing to give you more, but just to whet your appetite a little bit, 
You might like to know that the Benevolent Brotherhood, despite the young age of the town of Gostowick, uh, does have a quite a firm hold on the, on the mean streets of Gostowick. In fact, I don't know if you've heard the name, but the actual secret leader of the Benevolent Brotherhood, who I've never actually met, is another goblin mort. Wick trimmer, isn't it? His name is... Ah, oh, you have heard of him. Son of a bitch. I thought maybe you... Perhaps you might have, as is in his uh, high seat among the rarities factor. But yes, he has a has another side gig, as it were. Oh, I knew I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh, Very difficult oh. to get an audience with Wick trimmer. However, should you uh, want to talk to some of his lieutenants, perhaps, there is... Uh, Two people that he talks to regularly named Anders and Risa. Oh dear. Why uh why do the goblins call you the demon man? Oh. I am the bane of their existence, unfortunately. They they have some sort of story about how these these halls are actually theirs and they wish to make an incursion onto this level. Of course, we weren't willing to do that at all, and we—they uh, paid the price in blood. Although, don't let them convince you that they are somehow noble and you, victims of, of happenstance. They—they took my poor friend Carloman Fleet Fingers. Yes, poor Isidore's yep. brother. Yeah, and then you melted one of them. Well, I saw it. I was simply asking where Carloman was, and they decided they would rather withhold that information. When there, there is a price. There is a price. Yep, yep. Simple trade. I see. I see. Just a merchant. Exactly. Capitalism, uh, I, friend. I, I'm a little curious. Who did you take this place from? Did you take it from the goblins, or was there somebody else here when you came down? Uh, there was no one actually here. The, the goblins had made forays. If, if you look here, and he kind of points, you're in that southern chamber, and there is actually yeah. a passageway, like a carved passageway that is leading out of the northwest side of that yep. uh, room. On um, the map. This is, uh, they had gotten as far as here, and he kind of points down, and you, you've already looked in there, and you can see that it actually ends, like like it like just suddenly ends. Um, oh, it's only like a few feet deep? They had been gotten as far as there, carving out their own little niche before we arrived and sent them scuttling back to their holes. Can I uh, take a look at that niche and make sure it is, in fact, a dead end? It, it appears to be, yes. Okay. Um, not that there hasn't been encounters with other groups on this level. There's, as far as we know, we haven't gone that far, but the place is vast. I don't know where exactly you've explored, but um, I can say with surety that to the west, the undead roam. I'd be very mm. careful there. Um and to Pum the south. Thorn on that. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Pum Thorn, on that note, would you be able to uh, uh, share the information of what rooms you've been on in your excursions down here? Perhaps we can share maps, one might say. Um, yeah, so he describes to you like his general area, so um, uh, where they patrolled. So, yeah. uh, why is that not showing up? Give me. One second, folks. Okay, we're back. I'm having a little bit of trouble with having Albert show up, so I can't really show you. But um, but Plumthor basically describes the general area that he patrolled, which was obviously his chambers, um, and then they would patrol the um, the four 
the, the exoset basically surrounded the debouches. They would basically do a cycle around there. So they'd know generally around there. So like the magic mouths, the one that spoke with Thoth's voice and then Set's voice that mocked them, right? The mm -hmm. um, They are aware of the pyramid room, although they don't go in there, right? Mm -hmm. um, okay. And, they know it's uh, to the south of the debouche room. That's sort of the one channel we haven't been in. Mm -hmm. this yeah, 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 that, that is, that is south of the debouche room. Yeah, that is so. So um, what they tell you, uh, what what Plumthorne tells you is that uh, the, the they they've only gone as far as that main corridor that connects the pyramid to um, to some of the other rooms to the east. They know that for a fact that because they've come into contact briefly and uh, with uh, highly organized, um, ruthless disciplined and what he warns is best avoided troops of beastmen with um that are that they call themselves the 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 tagma interesting um, now i don't know exactly what that word means but it sure sounds similar to what the uh and based upon the kind of uniforms that they were wearing the military outlook that they all have it must be related to the old word tagmata which was the, the word for a cohort of of the imperial legions they all have either the heads of dogs or or sheep or rats or uh and they are they are well disciplined they truck they have they wanted no business with me or my kind even though i offered them mortality they would have none of it and they said that it would be an affront to their goddess that they worship named dino was her name they wouldn't reveal anything else about her, but they are firmly encamped in the southern regions. They appear to be intelligent and uh, people that you can talk to should you not uh, cross them, but uh, I would strongly recommend avoiding them if all possible. The um, I've witnessed as well that the uh, Setites, the, the Set cultists, are active in the halls. I thought I'd never see the day. In fact, I thought that they were prescribed religion, but they are very active here in the halls. I've seen the hooded figures. Sometimes they, I, my, I've, I've heard from up top too, from some of Cronus and Estelle's people, that they are fronting themselves as if they are sages of some sort or monks and i've seen them moving about the this level be, moving between the western areas and the southern areas with the west riddled with undead it makes me a little bit worried about what exactly they're doing with the undead over there frankly i'm looking forward to uh even if i'm in chains to be leaving these halls because it was getting a little bit too dangerous for me um uh and um uh yeah so that is interesting. We we have heard about the the hooded figures out to the west. Uh, must be the top. same guys. Um, he has he uh, he concurs that it is probably likely the case. Um, he is he is convinced, even though he has he is uh, he's told his halflings to remain far away from them that they are setites themselves and therefore prescribed. Um, uh, he says he tells you that the easiest access to the upper levels is a staircase that's south of the entrance to the catacombs. And he points to the west. He says, wait, wait, wait. Entrance to the upper levels from a staircase south of the catacombs. So yeah. that you, you mean those, that, that figure eight sort of shape there where we found all those old tombs? Uh, no, that, no, there's um, actually, if you go past where uh, the feather of Ma'at was, 
That's where ah. the cat. That's where the catacombs begin. Um, that's where oh, the danger. The that's where the danger. The danger truly is. Yes, the smell is horrific down there. We definitely don't go past there. But there there's is a, a there's a room that demarcates the beginning of the catacombs with uh with portcullises all around and levers that raise and lower them that keep the undead from coming through. Although every once in a while, some sneak in. I remember not too long ago there were skeletons that had arrived. Um, and um. Uh, but uh, to the south of that room, there is a stairway that leads directly to the upper levels. Now, the lower halls, you can access via spiral stairs to the south. Um, the lower halls themselves are creepy, dangerous places. He says, not meant for halflings. Um, but I can tell you this from what I've heard from those we extorted. Um, it's not built. Those levels are not built by the Thoth priesthood nor the Archontians. Um the spiral stairs to the south leads it leads to a huge cave next to a cursed pillar ridden hall um you'll see you'll you'll know where the stairs are if you head directly south there are there is a monkey on the wall you press both of its eyes it will re reveal access to the stairways down um the last little juicy piece of info that i can give you is that you and the Darlings are not the only adventurers that have been down here. There's a party led by a, a fat man with a, wearing a turban. Uh, we overheard them weeks ago, congregated around the debouchement, around the statue in the center there. They were discussing raising the left hand of three statues parallel to the ground. The left hand. Um and seemed quite excited when they were looking at this statue. However, I and my gang can only account for two of the statues, the one in the debouchement and the one directly through the western door. I don't know this third that they speak of. It's in the baboon room, right, guys? Remember there was one up there uh, with the chasm? Where the spiders are, right? Over my ibis and the baboon clubs clubbing the crocodile. Mm -hmm. What they were speaking about in hushed tones that we overheard before we came out and extorted them, he smiles again, um, is that they are convinced that the positioning of those arms with those statues would reveal a secret passage. I agree. Somewhere sure. Well, I think we should check that out, maybe. Absolutely. Um, now, with all that information, I don't see how you could possibly find it within you to actually give me up to the goblins. A fate, <laughs> a, a fate worse than death. I mean, I'm sure they would probably treat you just as well as you treated them. <laughs> I'd just like to lay like eyes on, in... on poor Carla Man before I die. Aye, aye, aye. Cool. All right. Well, a lot to process. Um, how many of his compatriots are are in our care as well? There's five. Five. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, gentlemen, uh, listen. It's just business. Of course, it goes without saying that should you free me and my compatriots here, allow us to keep our small little corner of the halls of Arden Vool. We, of course, would allow you free passage. We have no ability to actually mm -hmm. to extort you anymore. We don't have any means to produce mortality anymore. You've killed our alchemist. But I have, uh, 
I have a counter proposition, my friend. Or should I say, uh, a curiosity. Uh, have Has the goblin leader seen your face or just heard you by name? I've only, what is his name? Whiskin Whisk? I, I, sounds like a fairy tale to me. I'm sure they have some squat, fat goblin that they've decorated with feces and called it a crown. And Hey. You might want to rethink your little bit of racism there, my friend. It's a little... Well, here's what I will say, my friend. I... So appreciate the information you've given us. So much that I think maybe with a little bit of sleep, perhaps in one of these lovely sarcophagi, you might uh, extract from that uh, diminutive brain of yours more information if we should need no, it. No, and, no, 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 not, not in the sarcophagus, and, please. Oh, <laughs> that's and, loaded, very comfortable. And in the meantime, perhaps, do any of uh, these compatriots of yours look like a plum thorn to you? Look like a plum thorn? Look like a to... plum thorn to you. I'll be like, plum thorn, he wants you to give up one of your pals. As you. Oh, I'm, oh. I, I'm fishing to know if he would be willing <laughs> to claim that one of his uh, compatriots was him to be given to the Goblin King. Oh, yeah, okay. Should the leader <laughs> Can we need to do that? I'm just, I'm just, I'm putting gotcha. a seed in his mind to see where he's at on that, that. Yeah, he, he he's like, hmm, let me think about it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he has no problem with that. Now, me, me as the GM, you don't know if um, if reliable so, reports of what Plumthorn looks like have reached the, the Goblin King's ears. So, right. So, but but, I'm just, but he's, he's all for that. Absolutely. But he quickly gets a little bit frantic. He's like, if there's anything else you want to know, just ask me. I, I really, really would rather not sleep inside the sarcophagus. Terribly, well, I, terrible for the back. Please, I, not. I, I, I'm curious. I mean, uh, you know, you you collect coin. This is true. Um, but you also collect um, uh, uh, items from people. Uh, where do you store the items before you bring them up? You say you bring them up to the inn, but uh, uh, we haven't seen any items down here. Well, you found you. We have some of the, some of the weaponry that we had was magical. Of course, you found some of our treasure, but we we regularly trade it. The, the true value, we, with Kronos and Estelle, the true value comes from mortality. That's where the real money is. Hmm. Um, oh, well, you know, we, we, um, uh, you aren't going to be needing your, your axe or your, uh, your bow uh, any longer, obviously, because you're not down here do, going to be doing this business. Take them, take them. They're, they're, they're fine weapons. Well, what are, what are their, uh, uh, are these magical? Are these uh, interesting in any way? No, just, I just I don't need magical weapons. I just need a, a, a sharp blade. Uh, coated with uh, deadly I'm, poison. I, I am not a man of violence, frankly. In fact, it was just just a little a, a short while ago that I picked it up for the first time in weeks. <laughs> it was due to a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a threat yeah, yeah, of yeah. violence against me and my person. <laughs> That's weird. Um, you, 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 <laughs> weird. You, speak of, <laughs> you speak of Kronos and Estelle, my, my friend, and having done business with them for quite some time, I'm sure you have uh, a bit of intuition about their... Uh, motivations perhaps oh their, yes, uh, yes they their are larger their larger plans the, maybe the organization of their in being more than what it might seem could you tell us anything about them and their affiliates they are 
which, which, what's the word for it? Posers, I suppose. They, <laughs> they, they're criminals in training or criminals in wanting. They've, they've managed to carve out a small little niche out there, similar to what we've done down here as well, but they don't really have any good business. And sooner or later, they're going to irritate the wrong person or the wrong dragon, and they're going to be wholly destroyed. But they are uh, they are wily. They have survived this long. Um, we've maintained a good relationship with them, but don't trust them. Don't trust them. I'm sure they've got a stash somewhere, um, probably below the bar. But um, as far as a, 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 a home base of sorts up on the Rune City, I suppose there's not much else you can do. I do know for one thing for a fact. They are paying off that dragon. Mm. I mean, that would make sense. They are, like, right there. They pay tribute to it. Who knows what the dragon's desires are, but I know for a fact that they make, uh, that Estelle herself actually makes journeys there every once in a while to, to uh, and comes back. So, mm. take, That's take that for That's someone at some point. That's interesting. interesting. Mm. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of any other good questions here. In the end, though, they're, they're relatively work? harmless. How does that brazier work? Ah, oh, the brazier. Uh, Blandveig called it a tripod of heating, I believe. Let's see if we look through his notes here. Ah, oh, yes, he made some, some notes. Uh, they burn continuously without a fuel source and provide warmth and light without smoke. That is the description of oh. that item. But they are, they ca they, it cannot be like... I mean, you could technically carry it, but it'd be super awkward, right? Right. I'd probably say that it's like a three-slot item, and it would, you know. Yeah. I think the Daltons are getting that one. Pretty cool. Um, um, the, mort uh, the mortality, he can also explain to you. So the way that they, um, they concoct it using spider venom from the chasm. Okay. Um, it's ah. a, but it's the, the venom from the spider itself is pretty fast acting and this is more of like an insidious like uh it doesn't you don't quite know that you have it until it, it comes too late so it um where is it here uh pretty simple each each little vial is a dose um it has an onset of 2d4 rounds so you never know when it's quite going to hit but it doesn't hit automatically then um after that that onset hit period hits you're going to take 20 points of damage and you can save for half Ooh. Ooh. So it's either 10 or 20. And as you know, in OSC, that's likely to kill almost anything it gets into. I don't like it. So All right. That's pretty Good nasty. To know. Good to know. Um, oh, I'm muted. I'm, I'm just torn. talking away into the dark. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. This, these three rooms, this is it for you? This is your whole your whole realm? You guys don't have any more secrets. This, is their, this is their living quarters, but they... They claim all the areas around the debouchement. Mm. Basically, oh, okay. like within, I would say, like loosely, like a, <laughs> uh, I don't know, like eighty foot, eighty foot circle, or you know, past the debouche. Right. Um, right. I would like to ask him a couple more questions. I also think we should not forget about the other sarcophagi in here. But right, right. Um, Plumthorn, you've uh, uh, bedded down in this little warm hole of yours for quite some time. Certainly you've heard a thing or two uh, in the night. Have you spoken to Gog? 
Gog. <laughs> he kind of yes, Troll King. <laughs> Don't Gog, you know Gog? The, of the Troll Elevators fame, of course. The name. Are you there? <laughs> are you there, are Gog? You there? It's <laughs> me, Plumthorn. Um. <laughs> Well, there's the name of your episode. The he kind of thinks to himself and he says, I myself don't know this Gog, but I have heard people who have come up the spiral stairs from the south mention that uh, a being by the name of Gog that waits below, a solitary figure, they said. Um, and they, they claimed that he was a... a uh, a troll is what the, is the word that they used. Now, you, of course, you've heard of the troll lifts, and I know I know that they everyone speaks of the troll thane and his mighty troll armies that lie down below that control the means of egress up and down, down the chasm. The truth of this, I don't know. Before I certainly have not seen anything come up on our end of the chasm. I can tell you that much. Oh, you're muted, David. Uh, the chasm, you're muted. Yeah, chasm goes a lot further, huh? It does. It goes down, down, down. No, I meant to the southeast. It goes, what? Do you know? Oh, like the, we've got on our map here, you know, I don't know, a few hundred feet of it. He, he, has, he has no conception. Like basically, okay. the, like the map portion you have is probably like the limits of his vision, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, give us uh, one moment, folks. Okay, sorry about that little technical hiccup there, guys. Uh, continue on. Go ahead. Uh, we were asking about Gog, the troll elevators. Um, oh, I was going to ask, you know, Plumthorn, I threw uh, a, a lit bell down the chasm, and it seems to have snuffed out a few yards below. Is there any sort of magic or glamour or veil that you've known to exist? Not that I know of. Are of course, uh, should uh, the creatures down below have seen it, perhaps someone caught it. Kept it as mm. Fair enough. Fair the trolls, enough. the trolls themselves. Mm, gotcha. Uh, and lastly, have you heard the name Artax Rees before? Um, no. Doesn't, Do you know anything of this strange glyphed uh, portal of sorts across from where you slept every night? You never wondered what it was. So he he also begs like he, he <clears throat> they never actually like shown. He's never even realized that that was there because the creepers basically um, uh, covered it, right? Ah, right. Okay. You know what I mean? And they never bothered to like explore in that direction. You know, that was just sort of like, you know, useless to them. It was only Dal right. Dalton was the first time that actually they wanted to cr cross over that in that, in that direction, right? Yeah. So he cool. the art he can he tells you that Artax Rees is a name that does not speak of any language that he is aware of. Like it does it does it's not yeah. like an Arcantian based language or anything like that. Sure. Okay. Cool. Uh I don't know that I have any other questions I can think of going, but uh otherwise I would just search the, the sarcophagi unless you guys have some ideas. Yeah, let's search. Let's find a nice comfortable yeah. one for our friends to sleep in. Tighten the chains up a little bit, pop the gag back in. And set him in a corner. So this, thank you so much. This time, while you guys have been talking to them, um, you've noticed that Dalton's uh, Dalton's darlings have been conferring privately um, and quietly, sort of like behind you. Um, and yeah, I'd they, like to talk to them. Actually, they look like Dalton looks confident, but the other three of them look a little bit concerned and worried. 
Yeah. Dalton, tell me what you're thinking, because I think I know. Well, don't worry about it. It's a, a good victory for all of us. I, myself, am very tired. I'm very happy to have this as our territory now. Um, are you planning to stay here, or are you going back up to the Broken Head? These guys all want to go upstairs. Well, Nikasey's like, I am, she's like, we are done here. Are we are, are, correct? <laughs> she's like, I need to take my men yeah. back. Yeah. I, I, th- yeah. I think it would be wise if we went with the, uh, with the hired help. They show them yeah. the way to the inn so they can get the nice sleep. <clears throat> Dalton yeah. also mentions, too, like you would most likely, if you exit out the north side of the pyramid, like you go down that way, you'll be sighted immediately by the guards. Um, so it might it might not be as dangerous as as you think. Maybe you know who knows. Mm-hmm. Well, also I right. mean there are a lot of us if we're going with the uh, with the cohort. Would Nicasia take her men to the to the inn rather than down the Ardenvader because yeah. it's so late? Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's like you know, time. Yeah. yeah. All right, that makes sense to me. So I say to Dalton, to my guess now is you're thinking we all leave, and it's just the five of you trying to hold on to the territory. There, guys, you're a little nervous about it, aren't they? Uh, perhaps. <laughs> but that's not a problem you have to worry about. Gentlemen, we no, are... I, we are... I recognize that that was the deal. This is your territory. It's your problem. Um, I'm just wondering if you have any feelings about what we do about uh, Plumthorn and the goblins. Well, so Dalton basically... What, what is he... <coughs> he does. He cannot afford to leave right now. He knows that if he leaves with you... It's basically right. a loss. That's so it. he wants yeah. it. He's going to, he needs to stay and fortify and repair as much as he wants. So that's what he's going to do. He says, yeah. we have a long night yeah. ahead of us and we're very, very tired, but we're going to do what we can yeah. to, to, um, right. uh, but he hopes in the future that he has no say in basically what you, what you're going to do with Plumthorn. But, um, but, uh, he, he hopes that whatever terms that you, you come to with the goblins, that it does not involve, uh, Thwarting the interests of the Daltons of Dalton's darlings, right, right, yeah. right. So they they well, they have to develop like now that Blondbeg is dead and there is no actual means or for them to create mortality. They that that won't be that won't be part of the business, right? So you you don't, you don't know exactly what his plans are. Like is he going is he going to set up an extortion thing again, or is or is he right. got other plans? You know, maybe he's going to use mm-hmm. this as his own base. He doesn't know, or you guys don't know what he's going to do, right. So uh, there is one dangling concern, which is, uh, as we discussed, Plumthorn and his five fellows. So regardless of what we decide with them in the long term, in the short term, they need somewhere to stay if we're not killing them. Are we taking right. the broken head? Are we leaving them here with Dalton? What's the plan? Well, this is what I wanted to ask Dalton. Um, so first of all, I think that um, I don't really want to take him with. We've questioned Plumthorn. Uh, I don't want to hand him over to any authorities. I don't think it would be great if we showed up at the inn with Plumthorn in chains. Um, I think they should stay here, all five, all six of them. Event kind of walks They will live through the night. Sorry. Event looks at Dalton, and Dalton nods, and Event kind of moves up to you, Mort. And mm-hmm. uh, she's not much taller than you, actually. She's kind of hunchback woman. And she kind of looks right. down, and she and she she says, Mort, you don't have to worry about this. Leave exactly. the halflings with us. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna kill the halflings. So um, I mean, yeah. they're probably going to like hire them as help. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Right? Sure, yeah. sure, sure. As you see the so, skull I'll, holy symbol like swaying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll, uh, so I'll put point. my hand on uh, on Yvette's you know, mm-hmm. on her arm there, and I'll say, 
the five halflings in a row over there, they're all yours. I'm sure you'll do the right thing. And I give her up. You can, you can, you can count on it. Praise to Bellaton. Well, hold on. Hold I was going to use the bargain with, but if you find a better bargain between now and what's getting back, I guess that's, uh, you know, that's your prerogative. There was some discussion about using them in Plunger Town. Is that has that been ditched? I think it's just a headache. All right. What you mean, just shoving them through and having them like like human landmines and just throw <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of things we could do. I just I, all I'm saying is forfeiting uh, the 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 six of them or five five of the six of them now is is forfeiting a pretty big asset, and it sounds pretty certain that they will not be alive in the morning. So, if there's anything we want to, for instance, since we only have a few more minutes of the session, do with them, now would be the time to decide instead to take them with us or to find a way of uh, keeping them in tow. We don't have to do that. I'm just throwing it out there because now I don't, time. I mean, I don't see him as an asset. If I were the halfling, I would spend all my time trying to escape and thwart every plan that that, that crazy burnt guy had come up to make me do, and I would definitely make his life miserable. Uh-huh. Sure. I know I'm going to die one way or the other, so I might as well die pissing off the wizard. Also, yeah, so, we're, we're also going to an inn, not, and they don't have a, a prison cell we can put these guys in. No. We I can't keep them. I don't want to give Kronos any reason to think that, you know, if he stabs us in the night, he'll get his buddy Plumthorn back. Like, I don't think we should bring him along upstairs. No, I agree. I think I, I think if we did anything with him, we would have to tie him up somewhere. But yes, I, I agree. So okay, if you so want yeah. to, you're going to leave the five halflings with the Dalton's darlings. What are you doing with Plumthorn? I think we should leave him here as well. Okay, they're going to die. Just know that. Well, maybe they kill Plumthorn. Maybe they like, they know he's valuable to the goblins. So okay. if they're smart, they'll hold on to him until the goblins show back up, and then they make their own deal without me there. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I think. Not, does not yeah, seem it, to be what was indicated to us, so I would not assume some superior planning on their part when when they they had a dangling skull below her neck and a and one, <laughs> and one of these. I, I've like got those no, those those halflings are being shoved into the chasm is what I'm gathering from this interaction. Yeah. That's fine. If they uh, don't use the a plumthorn as a bargaining chip with the goblins, that's their problem. I don't care because I wasn't going to try and bargain for my own access to the Goblin King and my own territory or anything like that. I was going to try and bargain for the safety of the Daltons. So if they don't want to do it, in fact, maybe we just tell them, okay, we set up this deal uh, tomorrow at this, at this time, uh, you should bring Dalton down there and make your own deal. So Dalton's no fool. So Dalton takes you aside and he's like, he goes, we'll, we'll honor the deal. Uh, he said, don't worry about the, the five underlings, but uh, Plumthorn will be here alive and well in the morning. Um, it, what you have is a bargaining chip with the Goblin King. Um, if, yeah. if you are able to get the Goblin King on your side, that will probably be good for us. Um, it may, it, I, we don't have any reason to ask you for the favor, but should you actually entreat with the Goblin King and use use uh, Plumthorn as leverage if um, if you would deign to ask them to not bother us that would be most welcome if we don't have the bargaining chip that will just become even more difficult for us to uh, establish that sort of relationship right all right I, I think so that sounds pretty fun actually yeah. yeah yeah let's we'll kick this down the road a little bit let's okay sounds good Dalton 
you guys enjoy your new territory. Enjoy all your copper pieces. I'm glad I don't they, have to carry them. They give you fist bumps <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Fist so, bump. yeah. So, you guys, uh, do you guys have enough? Um, uh, well, actually, the men, the the one dark cohort could actually help you haul out treasure and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. all that stuff that you want that you took, you can take out with you. Um, yeah. And you, uh, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm assuming you're just going back up the Debouchement and leaving, correct? There were there were two other things that we want to do on the way out, and yeah. I, we've been there before. But you oh, yeah. can let me know like the the degree of danger. Um, we wanted to go back into that um, uh, into the area with all the spear. like uh, burial niches, oh, right, the place for the spear. and and to get that sp- that cool spear, that spear. Mm-hmm. and then uh, just go directly up north from there to um, get. Uh, 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 new uh, Ma'at feathers for everyone who ah, didn't okay. have one before. That is actually. Sorry, go we ahead. We also still. We also still have not looked at the sarcophagi. Okay. The other six sarcophagus. Yeah. Okay, so that uh, that is some delving. You're going to be doing a little bit of dungeon crawling before you leave, um, if you wish to do that before you go. Do realize now that it is probably close to about three o'clock in the morning. Um, you. I would rather not wait on the sarcophagi till after Dalton has already camped here. So if that's something we pick up with at the beginning of next session, that's fine by me. But if there's a bunch of sarcophagi here, now's the time to take a look. Yeah, that that at least we we have to do now. There's a bunch of hidden treasures and stuff like that. Yeah, this is all stuff. We is the rest of the stuff besides the sarcophagi is that something that you want to do before you leave, or do you want to tag it for when you come back in? I, I mean, even- I'm not so concerned about the mod feathers right away, but let's grab that Nor spear. Okay. okay. All right. So then we will have to stop it right here tonight, Tim, um, because uh, that might be a thing. Uh, so yeah, that's fine. We'll just leave it right here. Okay. okay. They okay. went absolutely no. Well, Alnweir went somewhere today. <laughs> <laughs> Almost somewhere permanently. But you collected a, a lot of treasure, a lot of information, and have made uh, significant strides forward uh, as far as the aim of the next delve. So that's very, very cool. All right, so that was very fun, guys. Thank you, as always. Um, everyone, please don't forget that you've been watching 3D6 Down the Line, and please like and subscribe as normal. Please spread the word as we continue on from episode 27 on to the second delve. And we will see Ooh. you guys all next time. Have a great week. See you next time, guys. Take see care. you, guys. Bye. Thank you, John. <laughs>